Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Hey everyone, Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. So, what's this video titled? What's this blog about? It's about keep well, not bullying ourselves you know i'm always talking about ways that we bully ourselves and i kind of, kind of think of that for a second oftentimes not more than often we are our own worst enemy we're our own worst bully we would never allow someone to bully us or treat us the way that we often treat ourselves why do you think that is i don't know some say well it's because i'm always striving to be better i use that excuse a lot always wanting to be my very very best pushing myself knowing i could do better and that's good a lot of, uh, to be honest with you, I think a lot more people would use that extra drive, incentive, push, and motivation to uh, to get to the next level instead of just giving up when things get tough. But I believe a big part of that is keep lowering our standards. Seems like we continue to lower our standards to to fit in, lower our standards because oh well, what does it really matter? And here's another thing: you want a big right hook, bang, a reality real quick here. Oftentimes, we judge others by the standards we should be setting for ourselves. I mean, really? Yeah. We throw it out there. Some people call that double standards, right? Yeah. It's okay. Uh, it's okay for me to do that. But if you do that, holy smokes, oh my gosh, I'm going to call you out. And of course, we see that often on social media and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, right? You know, all the self-righteous people out there and everybody, man, if we would just apply the same standards we expect from everybody else to ourselves and then raise those just a little bit, think about how successful would be. Think about how much better our lives would be. Yeah. Think about that. Now, it seems so simple, but the problem with simple is if it's simple to do, it's also simple not to do. But here's the thing, and I'm learning this more and more, and it's something you already know. I'm not going to throw anything at you you don't already know, right? I'm not a rocket scientist. I have read a few books here lately and <laughs> been to a few conferences. But what I've learned is regardless what you do, regardless usually what you say, you're not going to change somebody. You're not going to change the opinion of somebody. You're not going to change their mind. Well, you can, but you can't on social media. What I mean by that is right now we are so divided. And what I mean, the, the double standards, you know, if I do something, then I have I justify it. If you do something, then suddenly you're wrong. You should have done something better and it'll come down on you. We see that all the time. We do. It's unfortunate, but it's true. My point is evaluate others, or evaluate ourselves on the standards that we set for others, how they should act, how they should talk, how they should be, and then take it a step further. Yeah, raise our standards. I've got a poster here at the studio, and it says, keep your standards high. Those that really need to be in your life will rise up to meet those standards. But oftentimes, we're our worst enemy, we lower our own standards. And another way we lower our standards, and I posted this earlier today on my page here, and some of you may have seen it, and it's all about do not accept criticism from someone you wouldn't go to for advice. 
Now, of course, I've already had some people say, well, criticism's a good thing. That's how you learn. Yeah, yeah I mean, you learn from people's criticism. But my point is, if it's not somebody whose opinion you value, not somebody you would go to for advice, not someone you consider a mentor or someone who you'd like to possibly trade places with or learn with, then don't accept the criticism from them. Because once again, everybody on social media is an expert, right? They know everything about everything about everything. Just ask them. <laughs> Humility is definitely lacking, right? I, I see some posts sometimes and it makes me laugh when somebody puts on their social media expert. Now, they're doing that as a pun, right? Just to tease those out there that, uh, once again, they're self-righteous and they got, you know, in, in their mind, they're the standard police. If you wouldn't go to them for advice, if you, they're not a mentor of yours, if you wouldn't want to trade places with them, then don't listen to their criticisms. I mean that because oftentimes we beat ourselves up worrying way too much about what other people think. And here's the thing. Usually the people that are so quick to criticize you online, I guarantee they're not any further along than you are. And here's another one. This is a big bang right hook and a left uppercut of truth, but it's coming right at you. No one who is doing better than you will ever take the time to criticize you. Why? They're too busy worrying about themselves and keeping their standards high so they can be their very, very best. Now, it doesn't mean they won't share advice with you trying to help you become better, but they're not going to waste time out of their day just to go online and criticize somebody else because they realize it's not going to do any good. They realize they got their own share of problems. They realize that, you know what, they probably got a few skeletons in the closet or they realize that they're still working on better themselves. So they're going to do that as opposed to trying to shred and rip somebody else. And the people that do that, the people that try and bring you down and rip you down and shred you apart or criticize everything you do, chances are they don't feel very good about themselves and they have nothing better to do. Now, if they would take that time, that energy, that effort and apply it toward a good positive attitude or toward better themselves, toward raising their own standards so they would you know, live a better life, they would be more productive, they would learn that, hey, you know what, we've all got our problems, we're all sinners, we've all got our fault. They look in the mirror and say, man, what right do I have to criticize that person? But oftentimes we don't social media, it doesn't go that way. Because oftentimes social media, we've got the worst bullies on the planet. And what do they do? Just like a bully on the playground, they try and bring you down, they try and rip you down, they try and cut you down. Why? They think by doing that, it's gonna make them feel better. And maybe some of them get a temporary high from doing that. I, I'm hoping, I, I guess that's the reason they do it because so many people do it. But my point to you is keep your standards high. Those who really need to be in your life will rise up to meet those standards. But don't you dare lower your standards because that's lowering who you are. That's taking away from your God-given talents, your God-given ability. That's not being the person you were born to be. That's not utilizing the gifts you were given. Now, we're all, we're all gifted different. You know, we're not all alike. Matter of fact, none of us are alike. You know, 7.7 billion people in the world today. But um, uh, each one is born with their own unique gift. And somebody demands has said something. Somebody demands, how are you, sir? Always a pleasure. You know, I love you. Uh, what is the old saying? If you can't say anything good, then don't say anything at all. I have to put on the glasses so I can see. Yeah, somebody man just said, if you can't say anything, the old saying, you can't say anything good, don't say anything at all. Um, and that's the polite way of saying it. I always like saying, look, you can't say anything nice and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I know that's harsh, baby, but it's the reality of things, right? Yeah, can't say anything nice and then keep your mouth shut. And there's my man, Kyoshi Herbie Bagwell. Yes, sir. Love you, brother. Thank you. 
And uh, we had a great conversation on uh, Tuesday night. And uh, good stuff. Uh, we were able to open each other up and as far as asking some tough questions. But communication, that's, that's what we've got to do here. But you know, we focus on some of the man. You help teach me how to keep my standards high. And then other friends and mentors like Kelsey Herbie Bagwell keeps his standards high. The great people to follow there. And uh, you are who you surround yourself with. You surround yourself with people that have low standards or no standards at all, but are quick to judge and quick to persecute, if you will, others, then then that's who you're going to be. You're going to have low standards, but you're going to feel like, you know, being self-righteous that you're going to take everybody else down. My advice to you, obviously, surround yourself with people, the engines that lift you up, that drive you, that continue to push your standards higher and higher and higher and higher. Yeah. And those are the kind of people, they're not ever going to criticize you. They're going to help grow you, right? And there's a difference. Criticizing is pretty much just trying to rip somebody down. And like I mentioned earlier, the people that usually spend all the time criticizing, those aren't people you would want to take advice from anyway. Nor are those basically people you want to have in your life. And I almost guarantee the ones that criticize so much are not anyone you would want to take not only advice from, but switch places with. Why? Because they mostly just sit around and criticize. Their standards are here. You want your standards high. And once again, you surround yourself with people that have high standards, can, engines that are driving you forward, you're going to just get better and better and better and better. However, you surround yourself with anchors, and what do anchors do? They pull you down. They lower your standards. They lower your belief. Now, here's a story I tell often about crabs in a bucket. It's a true story. Next time you go to the beach, you know, if you've got kids, have them get the little shovel and pail out, right, and get out and get as many sand crabs as you can and throw them in that bucket. You don't have to worry about watching them. They won't get out. Now, if they collectively work together, they would get out. They could climb on top of one another, get all the way to the top, and get at the top of the bucket. One could hold on and reach down with his little crab, uh, crab pinchers there, grab the next one and get them out of the bucket, grab the next one and get them out of the bucket, collectively working together. They could survive. They could succeed. They could get out of that bucket and live and thrive. But what do they do? When that one crab tries to get too ambitious and break away from the group, the other one's pulling back down. So he's climbing all up. He's going to make it. They pull him back down. They pull him back down. And here's the truth about it. That one crab is too ambitious and continues to try and get out of that bucket. They'll rip his claws off and end up killing him. That's true. And the next little crab's like, son of a gun. I don't want that to happen to me. I think I better just stay put. Well, that's kind of a metaphor, analogy of life. If you're around a group of people that are standards are low, they're constantly criticizing and ripping on everybody else. You know, the self-righteous crew that uh, uh, they can't do any wrong, but everybody else is doing wrong. Before you know it, you're going to start talking like them. You're going to start thinking like them. You're going to start acting like them. Before you know it, you're going to be one of them. And then you try and leave that group, crabs in the bucket, baby, they ain't going to let you go. They're going to they're gonna turn on you. They're going to start calling you all the different names, and they're, they're going to start passing judgment on you. But you got to get out of that. you got to get out of that environment. Why? You were given one life. That's it. And it's a fairly short life, right? Yeah, if you think about it. And the little story, I'll get back to the crabs in a second here. My son, Austin, just uh, recently turned 20. And, uh, and Madeline turned 17 a week later. Holy cow. And I, I shared with both of them, well, I can remember when I was 20. And if somebody man's is still listening, he can remember when I was 20. <laughs> oh, boy. Was I, I, was a, I guess I was a bit of a wild child. But uh, that seems like, and those that are over 20 listen to this, which is probably most of you, think back when you were 20. That seems like a few, you know, a few years ago. Well, in a few weeks, I'll be 50. Woo! Half a century old, baby. 50. And and I know, that's not old at all. You're only as old as you feel, right? Yeah. And there's others that are older than 50. I get that. And hopefully you've gained some maturity and wisdom and continue to raise your standards. But my point is, 
boom, 30 years gone in a heartbeat, it seems like. That's just how quick and fragile and short life is. And if we've lost loved ones, we know, man, it, it, there's, a, there's a piece of us that are gone forever, right? But it goes quickly, very quickly. So make sure you spend the quick, short amount of life that we have, which is extremely short, doing the things you were born to do, being the person you were born to be, keeping your standards high, surrounding yourself with the people that lift you up, that inspire you and motivate you, continually reminding you to raise your standards and not spend time bullying ourselves by listening to the criticism of others who we wouldn't want to take advice from anyway. And then, of course, having the courage, the confidence, the bullyproof to leave groups that are no longer serving, groups that aren't helping you grow, groups that are bringing you down. But back to the crabs in a bucket story, be prepared for a fight when you leave that group. But the small fight you fight now is better than the worst thing that we, unfortunately, everybody on their deathbed usually talks about the same thing, and that's regret. I wish I would have. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have taken that chance. I wish I would have raised my standards and, and, and uh, not been afraid to step outside of that proverbial round hole to utilize my God-given talent, to not be afraid to step myself out there and be subjected to the criticism of others. You know, I, I posted something not too long ago and it said, you could be the sweetest, ripest, juiciest peach on the planet, but you're going to find somebody that hates peaches and they're going to let you know. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it's true. Or as Metallica says, sad but true. That's the reality of things. You know, um, the, the only way, and this is uh, Aristotle, the only way to avoid criticism is to say nothing, be nothing, and do nothing. That's it. And if you say nothing, be nothing, and do nothing, what kind of life do you have? A life of nothing, right? It's just the reality of things. So be you. Raise your standards. Surround yourself with people that are engines in your life driving you to be better. And don't waste your time dwelling over criticism from others others that you wouldn't take advice from. And once again, the people that are usually given the criticism, the people that are usually trying to rip you down and bring you down on social media, they got nothing better to do. And I guarantee they're not doing as well as you're doing. Their whole goal is to bring you down. Um, Steve Harvey once said, dogs howl at the moon. Wolves howl at the moon. That's what they do. Expect it. Wolves and dogs, critics, are going to howl at you. That's what they do. What would make something special is if the moon howled back at the dogs or the wolves. Does it? Of course it doesn't. Because it's the shining light that casts down on them. They're howling up to it. You be that shining light. Let them howl all they want. But don't let them bring you down. And don't you dare lower your standards. Be who you were born to be. Use that gift that God gave you. We all got, we all got a special gift. And what is that? I hear that all the time, and people ask me all the time, well, how do I know what my gift is? Well, it's, it's, it, it, here, here's, here's how you find your gift. It's something that, when you start writing notes, is a beautiful thing, and what repeats itself, what you really enjoy doing, what really gives you the greatest joy, greatest satisfaction, that's your gift. Now, it's not always easy to find. I'm not going to sit there and lie to you. I mean, it, now that I've discovered what my gift is, which is talking, <laughs> which is talking, inspiring, and motivating you, I get the biggest high from doing this. And, and people say, well, do you get paid for that? No, I don't get paid for this, but it makes me feel good. But here's the thing that I've discovered, and I do my podcast. I don't get paid for that either, but it makes me feel good. But by doing this, it opens up other doors. So I'll get paid to speak different places. Now, it didn't happen overnight. 
I've got over 300 and probably 50 videos, blogs, and I guarantee you the first several were terrible. <laughs> terrible, right, the first hundred, and I got 209 podcasts out now. But slowly but surely, you get better and better and better at it. But I did it because I love doing it I enjoy doing it. I mean, heck, way back in second grade, Mrs. Dittman would always uh, write on my report cards, Richie talks too much, Richie talks too much. Now, how do I remember Mrs. Dittman's name? Well, because my report cards, but I remember Mrs. Dittman's name and second grade was, you know, 40 something years ago because she made a profound impact on my life. She was a wonderful teacher that really took the time to help me. And now 40 something years later, I remember her name. Now think about that. Whose lives have you impacted by keeping your standards high and helping and guiding them that 40 years now, they're going to remember your name. Kind of a big goal of mine, and I, I share it often, is I want to plant a tree that I'll never, ever be able to enjoy the shade from. I want to share as much as I can with anybody listening out there, anybody that I can empower, give hope to, add a smile to, remind them to raise their standards, remind them to, to get out of bed, remind them to fight another round, remind them to get up one more time when life kicks your butt, remind them to persevere and battle through, overcome challenges, battle through your adversity. Yeah, that's my whole goal with doing that. And if I can do that and inspire you to be a better person, and then you share that with somebody else, what do they call that? The ripple effect. Now you think about the ripple effect, it's, it's, uh, and, and these, these concepts are, are extremely easy. Like I said, I, I'm not gonna throw rocket science at you because I'm not a rocket scientist by any means. I'm just a humble martial artist. That's all I am, right? Grew up on a farm, dirt poor, shoveling poo and baling hay. We even had a milk cow for crying out loud, <laughs> which I milked at eight years old. Think about that for a second. But uh, um, my goal is to give that empowerment, to plant that seed so you pay that forward to somebody else. But once again, it all starts with keeping your standards high, who you surround yourself with, who you listen to, what advice you take, and not get too hung up on the criticisms. So the ripple effect, real quick, for those that may not uh, um, know that or understand the concept, if you ever go to a pond or a, 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 a lake that's quiet, nothing's happening, it's just still. And you pick up a pebble or a rock and you throw that rock or that pebble in the pond, what happens? Splash! Ripples. All the way. And those ripples continue to go. And that's what I try and do with these video blogs. And that's why I encourage others, man. Get out there and share your gift of the world. Talk. And, and you, a lot of people say, well, I don't know what to say. Well, write it out, plan it out, or read a book and just talk about the book. Or just talk about how your day was. Everybody has a gift to share. And you can do it. And when you're done with it, if you, if you hate it, then delete it. It's gone. But what I found is, so I always keep them because I can go back and see <laughs> that I've gotten better at these things. You know what I mean? And therefore, when I do a few more, I can look back and say, man, that was terrible. But, but keep them there. That shows your growth. And it shows you're continuing to raise your standards. And somebody demands another comment there. Uh, this is the job of any good parent is to encourage for success, not to belittle for failure. Y yes, sir. And obviously, I've learned so much from you, Sabadem. I love you, sir. And uh, uh, you're exactly right. In order to continue to encourage success, so you continue to grow. I mean, you continue to belittle somebody, you beat them down, you know, beat them to the ground. As Rocky says, uh, beat you to your knees and keep you there permanent if you let it. And words, words are powerful. A lot of people say, oh, and then anytime I give speeches to schools, I have the kids recite the sticks and stones may break my bones thing. You know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I have them say that. Then I said, that's a bunch of garbage. Throw it out. And I go to the teachers, throw it out. Don't, don't preach that nonsense because words do hurt. Words leave scars. I've had my butt kicked many times. Those physical scars heal. 
I mean, some of them still show, but for the most part, they heal. But those mental scars never heal. Here's an example I give all the time. Hold tight, I'm gonna show you something. Let me grab a piece of paper. Hold tight, I'm not going anywhere. Here, see this piece of paper here? Man, I can write and draw and put anything on there I want. Like, uh, right there. You're awesome. Writing it on this piece of paper here, there it is. You can see it, you're awesome. There it is. So, clean piece of paper. Man, you can do so much with this piece of paper. It's a blank slate, it's clean, it's pure. You can write you're awesome and look at that every single day. Put that up to remind you you're awesome. But here I'm gonna show you what words can also, uh, negative words can do. So, crinkle up, make you feel bad, it's taking away your awesome. Now watch this, when I uncrinkle this, Sure, I can still see the words you're awesome on there. It's still powerful, but guess what? Those wrinkles and those scars in this piece of paper, regardless what I do, I'll try and straighten it out the best I can. Regardless what I do, will never go away. This piece of paper will never be like it was before. Now I can still write other things on there, I can still write you're awesome, I can still hang this up, I can still remember this. And I ask some people say, well these scars are your triumphs in life. And then they are to a certain degree. That's what I said about the physical scars, they're still there, they're reminders, but I'm telling you what, these mental scars are there forever. And that's my take on the sticks and stones because words hurt, they leave mental scars that will never be healed. And it only takes someone else to crinkle it up again, say something negative, and yeah, we can unwind it, we can brush it off, and we can still say, man, you're awesome. Don't give up, perseverance, battle through. But each time, more and more wrinkles. And before you know it, you get enough wrinkles, what happens? It starts tearing apart. And that's like your self-confidence. Yeah, it becomes extremely fragile. And when your self-confidence goes down, boy, oh boy, it's extremely hard to build back up. And then more and more tears. And the more tears you have, now of course we can tape this back together, chances are it's not gonna ever be as strong as it was before. That's where you need people in your life that can help you grow, that can pick you back up, that can help repair those scars the best you can by planting the right seeds in your mind. Yeah, just because it's here, it doesn't mean we throw it away. But we gotta, once again, we gotta take care of ourselves by raising those standards, keeping those standards high. And the reason I do these videos and the reason I encourage you to use your gift, give somebody a smile that may not have that smile, give them that gift is the ripple effect. Now, if you throw little pebbles in, you get little ripples. But little pebbles better than nothing at all. I prefer to take a massive boulder and poof, throw that big old boulder in there. Poof, big splash, and then the ripples are big, right? And those ripples reach across a lot further, and they impact more people. Yeah, and people say, man, how do you get so much energy? How you well, I'm a hyperactive guy. <laughs> I was a hyperactive kid. They didn't have ADD and ADHD diagnosis when I was a kid, but I'm quite sure I had it. I'm quite sure I got it as an adult. I used to think it was a curse. But once again, now I realize that's, that's a God-given talent. He's given me this energy and this uh, hyperactivity in order to continue going, to push further than maybe some people can or, or are willing to do so. To have the energy and excitement to lift people up. And I tell you what, who wins the most? I do. That's like Zig Ziglar's line. I see my friends giving me some hearts and some loves and all those things. When you get on the line, say hello. So good stuff. There's Carlos. Oh, there's, there's my gal, Val. Love you, gal. Good job. Amen, Timmy. Yes, thank you. And Carlos, I just met yesterday. He's giving me some love as well. There he is. Awesomeness. Yeah. Energy and excitement. So, but anyway, utilize your gift. 
But boy, oh boy, we've all got one. Throw that boulder and make those ripples. But the biggest thing, look at all those hearts. You guys, you're gonna make me cry here. Keep, keep bringing them, come on, baby. Uh, keep, uh, uh, I'm getting all tongue tied. Goodness gracious, uh, the, the ripples for everyone else. Yeah, Val, you're a wonderful person. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, I hope you're still training with your, your, your buddy out there. I did some research on him. He's, he's a good guy. Uh, he appears to be a good guy. So hopefully you're still able to train with him when you're able to get back at it. So, and Carlos, thank you for all the time yesterday, brother. Appreciate you. Good stuff. And Timmy, keep doing the great work you're doing. And some of the man's, thank you, sir, as always. But anyway, we've all got that. Let's, let's collectively work together to make that ripple bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, the old little, and here's the thing. The silly little things that we used to tell kids, and hopefully we still do, they're silly, but they've stood the test of time. Why? Because they're so relevant, even more relevant today. You see somebody without a smile, give them one of yours. I know that sounds goofy. I know that sounds silly. But how often we forget to do that? Yeah. And Zig Ziglar, what does Zig say? How do you get everything you want in life? By simply helping enough other people get what they want. Like I said, I get the biggest high and the biggest joy and the biggest satisfaction and the biggest thrill from seeing the hearts come up on the screen here, seeing you guys comment on the screen here. But even if nobody did, I feel good about doing this because if I'm able to impact one person with that ripple or plant that one seed to plant that tree that I'll never sit under, but knowing somebody else is going to sit under it. And then someone else is going to be very grateful and very thankful for that tree and think, man, somebody did this for me. What could I do? Maybe I could plant a tree for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And we can all do that. We all have the power to do that. But what keeps us from doing it? Fear of criticism. And like I said earlier in the video here, you know, as, as uh, Aristotle said, the only way to avoid criticism is to be nothing, say nothing, and do nothing. And if you be nothing, say nothing, and do nothing, what kind of life are you going to live? A life of nothing, right? There's going to be critics out there. There's going to be people that don't like you. There's going to be people, even if they're sweetest, juiciest peach, I've already talked about this, that aren't going to like you because they don't like peaches. The man said, uh, enjoy your night. Uh, thanks for the words, buddy. Be safe and blessed. Timmy, blessings to you, my man. Thank you. Good night to you, my friend. God bless. So be the best you can be. If not for yourself, be the best you can be for somebody else. But keep those standards high. Don't let the anchors, the critics, and everybody else pull you down. Like I said, be that shining light, that moon that shines down. Big day tomorrow. That's all right, buddy. Uh, be that moon, that, that shining light that shines down. Let the dogs, let the wolves, let the critics howl at you. Let them howl, baby. But don't you howl back. Don't you dare lower your standards. Keep those standards high to be, once again, who you were born to be. And I'm telling you, we all have the power to lift others up. Be the crab that pulls the others out of the bucket. You can do it. But do not allow them to pull you back down. I often talk about climbing the ladder of success. When you climb the ladder of success, heck yeah, you've got some people that want to climb that ladder with you. You keep one hand solid, but put that other hand out there. Pick one up. Pick one up. But don't you dare ever take both hands off that ladder. Because if you do, they're going to pull you right back down. An example I gave the other night on the podcast and the video was uh, if, if a person's drowning and you throw in a life preserver and they push it away and you throw in another one and they push it away and you throw in another one and they push it away and you finally say, gosh darn, what's wrong with this person? So you actually jump in, in the water and you're like, I'm trying to save you, please. And they say, I don't want saved. I just want you to drown with me. Now, what do you do? Now, some people would say, well, you gotta, you gotta do what you can. You drown with them, I guess. I absolutely say, no, you do not. 
because God gave you a gift and your gift is to do what you can to empower as many people as you can. Do not allow one person to ever bring you down, ever. Because if you go down, if you're down here, one, you're, I believe truly you're disrespecting God because you're not utilizing your gift to your fullest capability and the fullest power. Yeah, you're smacking God in the face. Two, you're bullying yourself. And on your deathbed, you're going to say, man, I regret not doing more with my life. I regret spending too much time listening to critics. I regret hanging around people that lowered my standards. I regret being another crab in a bucket. Don't be like that. Get out there. Be your best. And maybe you don't like doing the video blogs. Maybe you like typing. Type a, type a blog up. You know, maybe this isn't your thing at all. Maybe it's just smiling at somebody. Yeah, you can do it. And I want you to do it. Why? Well, I mean, what's the right thing to do? But my whole purpose, whole mission is to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Because when people are happier and healthier, automatically it's going to be safer. Why? Because happy, healthy people aren't, you know, uh, creating, uh, uh, creating crimes. They're not going around burning things up. They're not going around hurting people. They're not ripping other people's souls out. They're not criticizing other people. Now, you're always going to have that. That's never going away. I have people ask me all the time. It's probably the, one of the biggest questions I ever get, I get asked. Well, maybe top five or ten. Is this? Oh, amen to you, Val. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and who else, my friend? Carlos. Yes, thank you, Carlos. We have to work together, my friend. Love it. Is Rich or Master Grogan, whatever they call me, <laughs> uh, are you going to end bullying? And the answer is no, I'm not. And, and neither are you. We're never going to end bullying. And somebody said, well, that's not a very optimistic point of view. I thought you're all about keeping your standards high. It's all about optimism and all about, yes. Bullying has been around since Cain and Abel. I wasn't around then. That sure as heck didn't turn out too good for Abel, right? No, no, it did not. So it was around for the first two brothers to walk the face of the earth. It's going to be around a lot longer. And with the power of social media and the power of people sitting behind their computers or their phones and not doing anything else but criticizing people, bullying is going to be around. But what I can do and what I want to do is empower you, you right there, you and your kids with hope to end the suffering of bullying. Because if you have hope, just a shred of hope, a sliver of hope, that's going to build into something else. And then that hope starts to build. And the more the hope you have, the more confident you become. The more confident you become, the more hope you you, you, you developed. And it's kind of an endless cycle. Yeah, baby, rinse, uh, wash, rinse, and repeat, baby. More hope, more confidence. More hope, more confidence. More confidence, more hope. And you start to get empowered. The more empowered you are, the less you're going to let somebody disrespect you. The less you're going to let somebody try and pull you down. The less you're going to let somebody lower your standards. The less you're going to listen to the critics. The people that don't matter. The dogs howling up at you because you're the moon. You're not going to allow those things to happen because you got hope. you got self-confidence. And that's how you become bullyproof. We're never going to end bullying. But if you can become bullyproof, you can develop that Teflon, let those negative arrows bounce off of you, that is becoming bullyproof. And that's the first step to live in your best kick in life. And what is kick in life? Kick in life is, man, you're kicking life's butt. Life has kicked your butt a number of times. And I promise you, it's going to keep kicking your butt. But you're saying, no way. I'm bullyproof. I'm kicking life's butt back. I'm getting myself back up. And I'm not living just a good life or a great life or even an awesome life or a fantastic life. I'm living a kicking life means I'm kicking life's butt. I'm taking names. I'm cashing checks. I'm helping people out. I'm going to have my down days. I'm going to have my days when I'm depressed. I'm going to have my days when I'm fighting anxiety. I'm going to have my days when I've got some anger management issues. That's who I am, right? Yeah, 
You can't have one side without the other. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep filming these video blogs. I'm going to keep replying back to the, the comments, the positive comments. I'm going to keep doing this for the people that enjoy it, the people I know I'm inspiring, the trees that I'm planting that somebody else can sit under. I'm not going to get hung up on the critics. I'm not going to get hung up on the trolls or the keyboard warriors, or some people like to call them haters. I guess they're haters. I look at it, they probably hate themselves. That's why they're doing this stuff. So I'm not going to say I hate them because they've already got enough hate in their life. And I think we've got enough hate in the world, right? So let's be the leading example. Let's raise our standards. Let's not judge people on uh, uh, um, where they should be. You know, if we went, uh, kind of started the video off talking about if we held ourselves to the standards that we hold others on social media, holy cow, can you imagine where we'll be? Well, I'm challenging you to hold yourself at a higher level than you hold anybody else. Raise your standards to a level that nobody can reach. Keep your standards high. Those that really need to be in your life will rise up to meet those standards. Those that won't, you can try and help them, but do not allow them to pull you down. And do not allow yourself to get pulled down by the criticism of others, especially those you wouldn't take advice from. There you go. If you wouldn't trade places with them, don't listen to the criticisms. That's all there is to it. And yes, you can learn something from everybody, but there's only so much time in this world. Don't waste your time on the, the negative, the naysayers, the critics. Spend your time. Notice the difference. Don't waste your time. Spend your time with those that are going to drive and push you to be a better person, to be the person you were born to be, to utilize your God-given talents. There you go, folks. All right. Well, if you like the video, please leave your comments below. If you have any questions, please leave those below as well. I'll uh, answer each and every one of them there. Remember, you can follow me on Grogan's Bullyproof, the page and the group. It's uh, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. And our podcast is by the same name, Grogan's Bullyproof. And we just released episode number 209. Yeah, baby. 209 episodes on the Grogan's Bullyproof podcast. That can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, share this video. And uh, those that will be listening on the podcast, I'll air it on the podcast. This will probably be episode number 210 when we get around to it. That's what I've been doing because I can't get it in the recording studio uh, right now. Uh, share this with somebody that you know would benefit and help them out. And why? Because we're building a tribe, baby. Wouldn't you like to have more positive, uh, um, enlightened, empowered people spreading positivity and joy and happiness and bang your right hook of reality and your left uppercut of truth? Meaning, we're not going to spoon feed you, right? You know, I don't believe in everybody gets a trophy, all that nonsense. I believe you work hard, but I believe that work hard comes with that mindset of keeping those standards high and collectively helping one another, raising one another. Yeah, that's right. Uh, lift or Step one, lift one, right? Continue to rise and help out others. So there's where you can find me. Uh, of course, if you're in a local area, we're back open now. Uh, limited class sizes, but here at Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts, come by and check us out. And the same messages that I talk here are passed on through my instructors who pass on to the students. And uh, I got a chance to teach another black belt class tonight. And it was empowering. That's why I'm all sweaty, sweaty mess here. And also get fired up doing these videos. But anyway, follow uh, on those channels. And uh, once again, we all have a gift. Please use that gift. Please keep your standards high. Please don't lower your standards um, to, to, to be pulled down by the critics and, and those that have criticism. Because I promise you, nobody that's ever doing better than you will ever criticize you. They may try and help you, but they're not going to blast you on social media. They're not going to try and bring you down. If anything, they're going to send you a private message to try and lift you up. It's just how it is. So good stuff, everybody. All right. I love you. I do. And God loves you. He does. Reach out to him every once in a while. And you get a habit of doing that just like anything else. That'd be a good habit. Just say prayer every day. You know, thank God for the blessings you have. It's life-changing. It really, really is. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. 
and I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Thank you so very much for your time. I truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.